You may be seated. This is the third Sunday of the month, so that means it's our birthday blessing Sunday. I invite you to come forward if you have a birthday in December, or if you missed a birthday blessing from a previous month, come on forward. All right, just stand right here so we can see all your birthday faces. Excellent. Happy birthday. Oh, they're still coming. All right. Happy birthday to you all. So I want to share with you a poem. It's from the Iona community. It says, Come, Lord Jesus. Come into the lives of the poor, bringing hope. Into the lives of the powerful, bringing caution into the lives of the weary, bringing rest, into the lives of the wise, bringing restlessness, into the forgotten places as into the stable, and into our lives and longings. Come, Lord Jesus. So my hope and my prayer for you in this year ahead is that Jesus may come into your lives in some surprising ways. And if you heard in the poem, all of the ways that Jesus breaks into our lives. And may that be true for each and every one of you in the year to come. Happy birthday. Thank you, you may be seated. And I invite the children who are worshiping with us to come join me here at the front. Hello. What is this? That's an excellent question. So, this is a star. Well, there you go. So, usually we wait and we talk about the Magi following the star actually after Christmas Day. Because they actually came to visit Jesus after he was born. But I was noticing that today, um, those who are staying here in worship are going to hear about the Magi and even sing about the Magi. And today in Sunday school, we're actually going to hear about the Magi too. We're doing it a little out of order. We're doing it before Christmas. So I thought that meant this is the perfect opportunity to bring out my star. Yes, so all kinds of people have worn. This actually is a costume. Y'all are noticing there's a hole here for, for a head. So... Usually at the Christmas pageant, exactly. We're, we're remembering all the people that have worn this costume through, throughout the years. This is awesome. So, 
the Magi followed this star looking for Jesus, um, the Jesus who was born. But I was thinking that in Sunday school, throughout this whole season of Advent, we've been talking about all the people who have been journeying to Bethlehem, all of the people who have been seeking Jesus and wanting to find Jesus. And I was thinking that we can also seek Jesus. We can find Jesus in our own lives. That's kind of what I just shared at the birthday blessing, hoping that Jesus comes into our lives in so many different ways. And I actually, recognize the presence of Jesus just when I'm here in the sanctuary, right? So I could follow this star. I'm just going to give you guys a couple of examples. Just like the Magi, I'm going to follow this star. I see the presence of Jesus in these Advent candles as we're reminded about the hope and the peace and the joy and the love that God brings into our lives. And then I'm also reminded up here with our huge Bible, and I hear all about God and Jesus and the love they have for us when I hear the scripture read. And then I come back here to all of these beautiful decorations. These were so lovingly put in place by members of our own congregation, and the love that they share with us as they decorate the sanctuary, I'm reminded of God. And then I could follow my star out here to all of these people, because when I'm here with all of these people, our church family, I definitely see the presence of Jesus and know God's love. So I could follow this star just like the Magi do. I could follow it all over the place and find the presence of Jesus and be reminded of God's love. And I hope this week as you prepare for Christmas, you might do the same. You might think about all those people and places in your lives where you see Jesus, where you see God's love. All right, so we are going to head out to Sunday school. So I invite you to follow me. Go now in peace. Go now in peace. Friends, we gather once again to encounter the story in both the spoken word and in song, the story of God's provision, promise, and presence, to glimpse the angels and the shepherds tending their flocks, to find ourselves at long last at the manger side with the child. After a year of so much loss, let us begin in prayer then for the needs of the world, the world that God so loves. Let us pray. Dear God, we do turn to you in prayer for the needs of your beloved world. We pray for the sick and those who have valiantly cared for the ailing in the midst of this time for those who labored to bring us treatment and vaccines, for those whose regular work has put them in the path of danger, who we now recognize as essential. We pray for places torn apart by violence and the people who live there. 
violence, whether it's in one's homeland or simply in one's home, we ask your mercy. We pray for the poor, the unsheltered, and the displaced, whose very circumstances makes them vulnerable. For the children who've endured so much at so young an age, for those who may be otherwise weak or compromised, who faced this year in fright, and for those of all ages who've suffered from isolation. We pray for those who've lost work and for those who've merely become lost, for those in power, that they might use it for the good of all, for the planet, our home, that is straining under the weight of human activity. And finally, we remember those we are without this year for the first time, trusting in your eternal care. Oh God, we pray these and indeed all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God utters the creative word. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness, God called the light day, and the darkness God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day.
God promises relationship with all creation. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. wanted to take the opportunity to just explain one thing about the anthem you're about to hear, which is also the, the singing of the next message, Gabriel's message. When I listened to this text and was setting this text, I imagined Gabriel coming to Mary and giving the good news, saying, Hail, O favored, greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And Mary's logical first reaction would be, and so Gabriel dials it back a little bit. Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. So that's why there's a big dynamic contrast at that moment.
the Holy Family takes shelter. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. The child is born. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. 
But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. And the world, the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone up into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger.
The Magi are warned of danger in a dream. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. He told them, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring him to me, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Now, after they left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod.
Jesus shares the greatest commandment. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Gracious and loving God, in these moments of quiet, seal these lessons in these melodies on our hearts that we might not only receive the love of Jesus Christ, that we might embody it in the world that you love so dearly. Amen and amen. 
A word of thanks to Ruthie for all her work in putting this service together in the choir and to Patty for all her extra playing this Sunday at both services. We're grateful for the way in which you inspire and involve us in the sacred music of the church. Just a few announcements before we head out for a fellowship and on into this week ahead. If this is the last Sunday you'll be with us this year because you're traveling to be with family, let me be the first to wish you just the merriest of Christmases and uh, traveling mercies as you go. We will miss you. If you'd like to join us online, uh, the, the 10 a.m. service as well as the 9 p.m. service will be streamed. And they'll stay up all day, so you don't have to watch them live. But if that helps you feel connected, we'd love to be connected to you. If you'll be here, we'll also have a 4 p.m. service. The details about the services are in your bulletins. Spread the word. If folks are wondering, they'll, they'll all be masked. So spread that around if folks are unsure of whether or not they feel comfortable coming. Uh, two other announcements. The first is, it's a hectic time. It's a frantic time. If you have a moment this week in which you'd like to slow down, be in prayer, give thanks, or ask something of God, I invite you to come to this beautiful space that the worship committee has so, done such a lovely job decorating this week. Anytime the church is open, which at the very least is 9 to 2.30 every day, but will probably be far beyond those hours. So if you want to come outside those hours, just let me know. I'm happy to see if it'll be open for you. Come in, flip on the heat, or bring a blanket. Uh, light the candles, turn on the lights, and just enjoy some sacred time in your church. Particularly share that with folks who aren't ready to be around crowds yet. Maybe they aren't ready to come to church, but they wouldn't mind sitting in here basically alone. Uh, if that would feel more comfortable, by all means, have them come on down. And finally, on Wednesday the 29th at 2 o'clock, we'll be having memorial service for Rick Holly. So again, that's Wednesday, December 29th, 2 o'clock, right here in the sanctuary for Rick Holly. If you knew him or want to support Chris, I invite you to be here for that service of worship and commemoration. And with that, please receive this benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God who is father and mother of us all, in the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, be with you this day and every day. Love has come. Amen. Amen.